Hello, and thank you for listening. This is Melissa Giles, Executive Director of Platform and Portfolio Management with Americana Partners. I'll be reviewing our January market commentary by David M. Darst, our Chief Investment Officer. If you'd like a full copy of the report, please visit our website at www.americanapartners.com and request to join our distribution list. The first section is called Portfolio Positioning. Let's begin. Fundamental factors, driven by easing inflation data, continued enthusiasm over artificial intelligence, a meaningful rally in the U.S. Treasury bond prices, and expectations that the Federal Reserve is finished raising monetary policy interest rates, the S&P 500 index advanced positive 4.4% in December, the Nasdaq composite rose positive 5.5%, and the Russell 2000 index of small caps U.S. stocks gained positive 12.1%. Perceived more accommodative Federal Reserve rhetoric, continued lessening in consumer, producer, and personal consumption expenditures prices, a sturdy labor market picture, and a much less steeply yet persistently inverted U.S. Treasury yield curve are likely to be offset somewhat by the likelihood of potentially softening corporate revenue growth and profit margin pressures, producing less than expected earnings outcomes as the next few calendar quarters progress. Financial markets need to see, one, inflation rates continuing to diminish, two, economic conditions in China improving, and three, some meaningful degree of detente in geopolitical tensions in areas of armed conflict. In a data-driven environment, we expect short-term interest rates to be influenced in large part by, one, the pace of consumer and producer price inflation, two, banks' credit and lending policies, three, the trajectory of the U.S. economy, and four, the maturity profile of continued massive U.S. Treasury borrowing needs. Technical Viewpoints We counsel flexibility under recently subdued volatility conditions as VIX readings well below 20 in recent weeks have reflected some degree of investor insouciance. Gold has risen three months in a row with declining real interest rates and U.S. dollar softness. Momentary technical resistance on the S&P 500 appears to have formed around 5,000 within a widened resistance floor range of 5,000 to 4,000. Interest Rates and Credit On December 13th, the Federal Open Market Committee, FOMC, left policy rates unchanged for the second consecutive meeting at 5.25 to 5.50%. At the meeting, Fed officials penciled in three policy rate cuts in 2024 that would take the benchmark Fed funds rate to the 4.60% level. Fed funds futures markets as of December 28th were projecting that the Fed would cut the rate closer to 3.90%, according to FactSet. Looking ahead to the first few months of 2024, we currently expect a rate-cutting cycle to begin in second quarter 2024. Absent further exogenous systemic shocks, the Fed appears nearing its goal of bringing inflation down, even as such a policy stance has thus far only exerted only modest pressure on domestic growth, employment, the banking and housing sectors, corporate earnings, and longer-duration risk assets. We expect policy rates to stabilize and yield spreads perhaps to widen, after which some attractive valuation levels should materialize in the credit sectors, including in suitable maturity investment-grade corporate and, for appropriate investors, municipal bonds. Where we are year-to-date through 12-29-2023. The S&P 500 positive 24.2% with a closing price of 4,769.83. The Nasdaq Composite positive 43.4% with a closing price of 15,011.35. The Russell 2000 positive 15.1%, 2,027.07. Gold positive 13.3%, 
with a closing price of 2,062.40. West Texas Intermediate Oil, negative 10.7%, with a closing price of 71.65. U.S. Treasury interest rates trajectory. For two-year U.S. Treasury securities, yields declined negative 50 basis points in December to 4.23% at year-end, where they are negative 21 basis points below their closing level of 4.44% on December 31, 2022. For 10-year U.S. Treasury securities, yields fell negative 46 basis points in December and closed at 3.88% at year-end, where they are even with their closing level of 3.88% on December 31, 2022. For 30-year U.S. Treasury securities, yields retreated negative 52 basis points in December and were 4.03% at the end of the year, where they are positive six basis points above their closing level of 3.97% on December 31st, 2022. We examine the descending path of two-year U.S. Treasury yields, frequently an indicator of financial market participants' views on the likely direction and tone of monetary policy. The recent downward movement in 10-year U.S. Treasury yields is often a reflection of changes in U.S. Treasury borrowing activity and investors' expectations about inflationary trends and the near-term economic growth outlook. With inflation slowly moderating and nominal interest rates exhibiting a downward tendency, 10-year real yields have also been falling to 1.91% as of December 29th. Equity Market Perspective As investors enter the first month of 2024, on average over the 95 years from 1928 through April 2023 inclusive, the month of January with its historical positive 1.2% price increase for the S&P 500 ranks fourth among months in more than nine decades of monthly performance ranking. It is worth repeating that these nine decade results are averages with a given month's outcome definitely having the potential to vary above or below the long-term average. In a similar vein, we examine the seasonality of the S&P 500 index over the 20-year time frame ending December 31, 2022. On average over this span, 1. February, May, June, and August, October represent essentially sideways intervals of price movement, and 2. Over the past two decades, March has tended to represent a favorable entry point to U.S. large-cap equities. We also consider whether investors are being adequately compensated for purchasing equities versus U.S. Treasury bonds, the so-called equity risk premium. The ERP is defined here as the earnings yield, S&P 500 earnings yield, divided by price, minus the yield on 10-year U.S. Treasury bonds. Even with December's further decline in U.S. Treasury yields, the extra yield offered by equities remains near the lowest since 2005, to us advocating increased prudence and caution in asset allocation and investment positioning. Over the more than six decades since 1960, the average 12-month forward S&P 500 excess return versus the 10-year U.S. Treasury bond return from various range levels of the equity risk premium. The currently low readings for the equity risk premium in the 0 to 100 basis points range appear on average to foretell a low 12-month forward S&P 500 excess return, arguing in favor of extra heedfulness and selectivity in equity exposure and positioning. Consumer and producer price inflation. Even as M2 money supply growth and the prices of gasoline, vehicles, medical services, and numerous goods have continued to exhibit weakness in recent reporting periods, these declines have so far been somewhat offset by rising prices for shelter costs and many services, a key focus of the Federal Reserve. 
Shelter costs, a principal driver of the core consumer price index, rose positive 0.9% in November after rising positive 0.3% in October and advanced positive 6.5% on an unadjusted basis year over year. Moreover, the shelter measure tends to lag increases in home prices and rents and reflects how quickly the cooling in many housing markets will begin to meaningfully tilt consumer price indices in a downward direction. Housing prices make up nearly 40% of the monthly CPI report and represent a chief reason why the CPI has been declining at a deliberate pace. At this point, taking note of inflation break-even measures, inflation swap levels, and especially year-over-year lapping data effects, we foresee further moderation in headline CPI inflation rates to the positive 25 to 3.0% range, with some spikes above in early 2024. Real average hourly earnings increased positive 0.8% seasonally adjusted in November 2023 versus November 2022, and when combined with a negative 0.3% year-over-year decrease in the average workweek resulted in a positive 0.5% gain in real average weekly earnings over this time interval. As household liquidity continues to be drawn down, trends in real wages tend to constrain personal consumption, itself one of the avenues by which the Federal Reserve has been seeking to bring down the rate of inflation. Inflation Expectations The Federal Reserve monitors inflation expectations to ascertain whether consumers' inflationary psychologies increasing or decreasing. Showing inflation beliefs drawn from the monthly New York Federal Reserve survey of consumer expectations, respondents' one-year-ahead inflation expectations have declined to positive 3.4% in November versus positive 3.6% in October, and respondents' three-year-ahead inflation expectations remained unchanged at positive 3.0% in November versus positive 3.0% in October. Respondents' five-year-ahead inflation expectations remained at positive 2.7% in November versus positive 2.7% in October. A dissimilar trend can be discerned from the results of the inflation expectations portion of the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey, which showed a decrease to positive 3.1% from positive 4.5% in one-year inflation expectations, with the survey also recording lower 5- to 10-year inflation expectations at 2.9% versus positive 3.2%. Given the variable employment data of recent months, such consumer inflation expectations readings, in our opinion, are continuing to factor into monetary policy. Inflation Influences The significant decline in nominal U.S. M2 money supply has tended to be a reliable several months ahead precursor of future economic and price trends. In our opinion, such a trajectory, with some degree of time lag, appears to have been confirming downward-sloping economic activity and headline consumer price inflation. Labor costs have maintained an upward bias in recent quarters. Such costs have historically tended to be asymmetrically stickier to the upside than to the downside. The Federal Reserve has repeatedly stressed the need to see softening labor market conditions as a key prerequisite to achieving their inflation-fighting goals. On a quarter-over-quarter basis, the Employment Cost Index rose positive 1.0% in fourth quarter 2022, positive 1.2% in first quarter 2023, positive 1.0% in second quarter 2023, and positive 1.1% in third quarter 2023. Year-over-year employment costs rose by positive 4.8% in first quarter 2023, positive 4.5% in second quarter 2023, and positive 4.3% in third quarter 2023. The ECI for fourth quarter 2023 will be released on January 31, 2024.
Monetary Policy and Fed Funds, Interest Rates At the conclusion of the December 13th meeting of the Federal Open Market Committee, FOMC, the Federal Reserve voted unanimously to keep the policy interest rate in a range of 525 to 5.50%, the highest level in 22 years. The Fed Fund's futures markets as of mid-October were anticipating an FOMC policy rate cut in May 2024 and possibly as early as March. Based on mid-December Fed Fund's futures pricing, financial market participants' expectation of a downward-sloping movement in Fed Fund's interest rates beginning in March 2024, followed by somewhat rapidly descending money market interest rates through the remainder of 2024 and well into the first three quarters of 2025. The total market-implied decline in Fed Fund's interest rates over the course of 2024 calendar year, negative 1.5% as of late December 2023. As of the present time, we expect the year-end 2024 Fed Fund's rate to be around 3.70% to 3.90%, roughly in line with market participants' current views. The housing sector, an elemental factor underlying our current expectation of a decelerating rate of change in U.S. economic growth, stems from sluggishness in the housing market. Housing represents a key driver of investment, employment, and consumption, due in no small degree to the shift upward since September 2020 in mortgage rates from September 2000 through mid-December 2023, which has made home buying less affordable and pushed a meaningful number of buyers out of the market. The year-over-year rate of change in the National Freddie Mac Home Price Index had decreased meaningfully from positive 19.1% in July 2021 to positive 0.9% in April 2023 and positive 5.6% in October 2023. The National Association of Realtors Housing Affordability Index measures whether or not a typical family earns enough income to qualify for a mortgage loan on a typical home at the national and regional levels based on the most recent price and income data. As of late, third quarter 2023, affordability had fallen below 2007 and 1989 levels due to still elevated home prices, combined with higher monthly payments associated with a generally higher mortgage rates. Weakness in the housing market tends to put downward pressure on year-over-year rental costs, which have declined from positive 18.2% in November 2021 to negative 1.0% in October 2023. With the housing category typically accounting for over 40% of total expenditures in the CPI, more than twice as large as the next largest category, transportation. We expect slowing monthly rental expenses to continue as an abating force on the shelter component of the consumer price index. The U.S. economy and corporate profits. In its World Economic Outlook of October 2023, the International Monetary Fund was projecting a modest deceleration of real GDP expansion in the United States from positive 2.1% in 2022 and positive 2.1% in 2023 to positive 1.5% in 2024. In our opinion, while incorporating a modest recession at some interval within the next 18 months, these growth rates currently appear reasonable to us. With varying degrees of lag, the year-over-year trajectory of real GDP growth tends to follow the year-over-year trajectory of the Conference Board's Leading Economic Index, LEI, with the LEI declining negative 0.5% in November, negative 7.6% year-over-year, its 20th consecutive monthly decline as of late 2023. These two trajectories were continuing to exhibit a considerate degree of divergence. In our opinion, given the predictive power of the LEI, we assign at least a 60% probability to the U.S. economy entering some degree of recession in the first half of 2024. Given these circumstances, we continue to counsel heightened financial attentiveness, a balanced portfolio framework, a defensive mindset, and asset class diversification. 
We consider a pattern reflecting the count of mentions of the phrase soft landing in company filings, transcripts, and presentations for the time interval from third quarter 1995 through third quarter 2023. Although not an infallible indicator of the two previous non-COVID recessions, we do note that the frequency of soft landing phraseology tends to rise meaningfully just prior to the actual onset of the recession itself. The actual quarter-over-quarter quarter seasonally adjusted annual rate of real GDP growth for the four previous quarters of 2022 to 2023 and the Bloomberg consensus forecast of economists for the succeeding six quarters of 2023 to 2025, this pattern is currently consistent with our thinking, with downside risk to the quarterly pattern of GDP growth in the first two quarters of 2024. In our view, a mild recession, if it starts to unfold in the first half of 2024, could involve a negative 1.0% to negative 2.0% decline in real GDP and a positive 2.0% to positive 3.0% increase in the unemployment rate. We currently assign a 60% probability to such a scenario. In conjunction with the Federal Open Market Committee FOMC meeting held on December 12th through the 13th, meeting participants, Fed governors and regional bank presidents submitted the December quarterly update of their Summary of Economic Projections, SEP, reflecting the most likely outcomes for real gross domestic product GDP growth, the unemployment rate, and personal consumption expenditures PCE inflation for each year from 2023 to 2025 and over the longer run. Each participant's projections are based on information available at the time of the meeting, together with his or her assessment of appropriate monetary policy, including a path for the federal funds rate and its longer-run value, and assumptions about other factors likely to affect economic outcomes. The longer-run projections represent each participant's assessment of the value to which each variable would be expected to converge over time under appropriate monetary policy and in the absence of further shocks to the economy. Recognizing the inherent fallibility of economic projections, we consider the best December thinking of the FOMC participants. The median projections of U.S. real GDP growth are positive 2.6% in 2023 and positive 1.4% in 2024. The unemployment rate is projected to be 3.8% for 2023 and rise to 4.1% in 2024. And the headline PCE inflation index is expected to be positive 2.8% for 2023 and decline to positive 2.4% in 2024, with the core excluding food and energy PCE index reaching positive 3.7% in 2023 before dropping to positive 2.6% in 2024. An updated version of the Summary of Economic Projections will be released on March 20th, 2024. Portfolio Positioning Equity Emphases and De-Emphases 1. We recommend continuing to gradually curtail emphasis from high-quality, dislocated sectors, companies, and managers in the growth category, using the proceeds from any reduced growth exposure to add to select value and defensive sectors, companies, and managers, while retaining a focus in these two categories on energy, select financials, and consumer staples, and a concomitant de-emphasis on companies and sectors dependent on access to low-cost energy. Two, we continue to counsel very selectively adding small and mid-cap companies or investment managers specializing in and with good track records in this space to our primary emphasis on large capitalization enterprises. Three, for the time being, while we continue to prefer a tactical overweighting to U.S. domestic equities, with pullbacks such as those encountered in January, April, June, August, September, and December of 2022, and in early March, 
in August and in September-October of 2023, viewed as an opportunity to only carefully and highly selectively add attractively valued equities, particularly those sectors and companies that are resilient within a multiplicity of economic and financial scenarios. For we also espouse holding or gradually building relatively defined allocations to global leaders listed in international markets. Focus on strength and quality. One, at the company level in equities, we emphasize identifying and building long-term exposure to firms possessing cash-rich balance sheets, prudence and balance sheet utilization, limited debt, consistency and growth of positive free cash flow generation, secure supply chains, capital expenditure, flexibility, and consumer basis that are less exposed to recurrent shocks originating from abroad, dividend strength, and competitive business models with abiding competitive advantages, high barriers to entry, low threat of substitute products, and enduring pricing power vis-a-vis suppliers and or customers that over a long time frame can produce high returns on equity through revenue generation and sustainable profit margins rather than through unhealthily high levels of leverage. Two, at the current time, we recommend that consideration be given to reasonably valued top quality companies in the healthcare and consumer staple sectors, as well as firms exceptionally positioned to benefit from inflationary forces in the real asset sectors that have demonstrated an ability to opportunistically take advantage of shifting price level changes. Balancing growth and value sectors. One, the negative 32.6 percentage point Russell 1000 value index, RLV, positive 8.8% underperformance versus the Russell 1000 growth index, RLG, positive 41.4%, returns year-to-date through December 29th, appears to argue for continuing a degree of balanced exposure in selected value sectors, companies, and managers, as well as in selected growth sectors, companies, and managers. As this process continues, it is worth keeping in mind that true value investing represents identifying and owning assets that are trading for less than they are actually worth, not assets that are merely inexpensive. Many superficially Inexpensive assets may be inexpensive for a reason and can very well remain so or deteriorate further. Fixed Income Securities One, on a total return basis, U.S. Treasury securities prices year-to-date through December 29th have gained positive 4.1% in the 1-3 to year maturity range, are up positive 3.9% in the 7-10 to year maturity range, and are up positive 3.7% in the above 20-year maturity range. Even though 10-year U.S. Treasury yields have risen positive 40 basis points since the end of March, to us they appear likely to be subject to conflicting forces, with higher yields associated with monetary strictness, counterbalanced by lower yields coming from the economic retrenchment brought about by bank lending conservatism and past monetary tightening. For now, we prefer maturities and durations along the intermediate portion of the yield curve spectrum, while preparing to build or gradually building exposure to longer maturities and durations as recessionary forces eventually emerge. U.S. Dollar Outlook Over the next few quarters, given our expectations of the Federal Reserve, one, maintaining the tenor of its policy interest rate constraint, and two, continuing its post-mid-March reversal of this process to reduce the size of its portfolio of U.S. Treasury and mortgage-backed securities. We believe the U.S. dollar may trade in a range relative to major currencies, including the euro and Japanese yen. Consistent with this, we expect, one, intervals of U.S. dollar weakness, alternating with episodes of U.S. dollar strength, as currency exchange rates produce and or exaggerate price level 
economic, financial, trade pattern, and capital flow imbalances, and two, the possibility of coordinated central bank accords to rectify egregiously over undervalued currency quotations. Alternative investments and real assets. In alternative investments, we continue our multi-quarter focus that has, for some time, emphasized exposure to, one, commodities and real asset sectors of the economy, including industrial metals, agriculture, and materials. Two, some degree of investor-appropriate exposure to gold and or gold mining ETF shares, particularly those miners with reserves in stable geographic locations, capital discipline, and cash flow growth. Three, high-quality master-limited partnerships with strong business models and sustainable dividend-paying capacity. Four, select investments in private credit and private real estate and opportunistic strategies that are positioned to selectively derive meaningful value from asset market dislocations and imbalances. Investment Strategy Themes for 2024 To continue updating our investment strategy themes for 2024 and in preparing portfolio positioning strategies, portfolio positioning principles, and portfolio positioning tactics for 2024, we remain mindful of the oft-quoted observation of the 34th U.S. President and five-star general Dwight David Eisenhower, 1890-1969, that plans are useless, but planning is indispensable. With this wisdom in mind, our early 2024 investment planning approach reflects and encompasses the following themes. 1. Slowing then recovering GDP as forecast by the December FOMC median projection, positive 2.6% in 2023 and positive 1.4% in 2024, and S&P 500 profits as estimated by FactSet on December 15, 2023, on a quarterly year-over-year basis, fourth quarter 2022, negative 4.7%, first quarter 2023, negative 3.7%, second quarter 2023 negative 5.2 percent, third quarter 2023 negative 0.1 percent, and fourth quarter 2023 positive 2.4 percent, with positive 0.6 percent for calendar year 2023 and positive 6.2 percent for first quarter 2024, positive 10.5 percent for second quarter 2024, positive 8.7 percent for third quarter 2024, and positive 18.1 percent for fourth quarter 2024, with positive 11.5 percent for calendar year 2024, with downside risk to these projections. 2. Incipient easing in monetary policies by central banks. 3. Fluctuating financial asset prices in conditions featuring shifting performance leadership and increased equity volatility VIX, bond volatility MOVE, currency volatility VIXI, gold volatility GVZ, and VIX volatility itself VVIX. 4. Differentiating. With emphasis on greater discernment and active selectivity in asset classes, managers, sectors, and securities, 5. Challenging, especially in an environment of ample valuations, investment discipline remains paramount, with 2023's considerable upward and downward swings in asset prices, often a precursor of arduous financial market performance. This concludes our January Market Commentary by David M. Darst. David is Americana Partners' Chief Investment Officer. We are available to answer questions you may have regarding the topics discussed. If you'd like a full copy of the report, please visit our website at www.americanapartners.com and request to join our distribution list. Thank you for listening. This is Melissa Giles, Executive Director of Platform and Portfolio Management with Americana Partners. Stay invested. Stay invested.